Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon counties. A member of the Item Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and on today's episode, we're talking a little American Legion baseball. Manning Santee is out to a 4-0 start this season, so we've got head coach Greg King in to talk about the makeup of this roster and you know what's been able to make them successful to start this season. Let's get to that conversation. All right, Greg, thank you so much for taking some time for, for coming on down. You guys are out to a hot start to the season, so it seemed like a perfect time to bring you in and, and talk a little Manning Santee baseball. So thanks for coming down. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And, you know, like I mentioned, you guys out to a, a 4 0 start this year. You know, did. Did you kind of see this kind of start to a season coming with this group? You know, you guys faced Sumter, uh, the P-15s to kind of kick things off. And, you know, it was kind of hit and miss that first night in that preseason tournament. And since then, you guys have really been locked in and, and putting some things together. Yeah, we started to get, you know, most of our pieces back. Um, not to any excuses, but we had that preseason tournament. You know, we were down six, seven guys, whether they were still in college playing baseball or they had graduation or so. Some kind of, you know, senior event was going on around that time. But, yeah, we've, we've, we've locked in. We've locked in these last um, four games. And we try not to say 4-0 just because, you know, everybody gets a big head with that. So, I mean, like I said, we preach 1-0 each week, win the series when we get to the end of the week. So, that's just our mindset right now. Well, and a lot of this team is back from last summer. And how much has that kind of helped you just kind of get off to a good start? Because you kind of have an idea of where guys kind of fit a little bit more right. coming into the year. Yeah, I mean, we got we have six guys that's back from last year. And we do have a couple of new faces, but they fit right in. I mean, those, those six guys, they make my job a whole lot easier because, I mean, they take them under their wing. They still, they still do their little pizza dates every other night. So, I mean, the new guys, they – they, they, they fit right in with us. So it's just, it's, we, I've been lucky to have these six to seven guys that's returned that are actually older, you know, couple, four or five will play at the next level. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty good to have that. Yeah, and the one thing that you guys have done so far this year is pitch really well. And, and that's without having a guy like Kyler Odom in the mix as another guy who's going to be able to throw some lights out ball for you. So tell me a little bit about putting this rotation together and how they've kind of stood out to you so far. Um, right now, you know, we've been going – we have Cameron Baker, Baker. Um, we had Henry Durant, and we have Jackson Clemens. That's been kind of our one, two, and three starters. It actually, did, I mean, they've all pitched probably a, all game one each series. So, I mean, it's not like we have a set rotation. It's just kind of whatever's best for, you know, the team at the time, situational-wise, of where we're at, who we're playing kind of thing. But um, the Baker, I mean, he's he stepped up. He stepped up tremendous for him. He he started our game one off with Orangeburg. I mean, he went six scoreless innings, and you know we won six to seven, seven nothing. And uh, Mr. Jackson, he I mean, he's he's been the lights out since last year as well. He's still you know getting back in the groove. He he had some he had some months off, so he's still getting back in the groove. But he's an important guy for us. And then Henry Durant, I mean, he's just been I mean he's been amazing these last two games. Which is what makes us proud because that P15 game, the regular season, he was our starter for that. And it was probably one of his worst starts we, he's had, you know, in a very long time with, you know, hit batters, walks, et cetera. But one thing I will say, Henry, first thing Henry said coming off the mound is, Coach, that'll never happen again. And then the next game, he goes out and throws a no hitter. You know what I mean? So just to have that type of confidence. I mean that's 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 gonna take us all the way. I mean, then last night again he throws six scoreless innings, 
and we, you know, we he, he goes all seven. We end up winning uh, four to one, five to one against Charleston. So I mean, like I said, as long as our guys' confidence, we have we have great pickups like Caleb Lee that comes in. He went that second game Orangeburg for us. He pitched six innings of that extra inning. So I mean, he's we got guys that can come in. You know, they're all confident right now. So as long as we stay that way, we're, we're gonna be pretty fine. Yeah, and, and you know, it's almost a, a good problem to have when you have a guy like Kyler coming after that. Right. You're like, okay, right. where, who, who gets shifted around right. here a little bit to fit a guy like that in? Because a guy who's, you know, going out and pitching in college and doing well, he's got to fit in the, that right. rotation yes, somewhere. Sir. So it's yes, like, sir. okay, who's going to get those bullpen innings now? Yeah, he all the kids, like I said, our guys understand that. Like I said, there's no just not, he's just not just going to show up. He understands what's his role. Um, but, we preach, you know, once you get your opportunity, you have to make the best of it. I got, I mean, we have 19 guys on the team, and obviously we can only play nine at a time. So once you get that opportunity, we have to make something with it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and tell me a little bit about kind of what you've seen out of this offense where, you know, they've been able to kind of consistently put up runs. Some some games it's kind of taken a little longer than right. others to kind of get that going. But for the most part, you guys have really been able to put some runs up on the board so far. Um, yes. You know, our approaches. You know, aggressive, obviously. You know, fastball, we're going to be aggressive. Uh, we got some guys that can run, so that helps too. So, I mean, that's, that allows us to, you know, if we need to put situations on, we can put situations on because we know that the guy behind us is trustworthy of it, whether it's his speed or whether it's just his, you know, contact and ball. So, uh, like I said, I think we figured out our lineup. Like I said, obviously we got a big key coming back and we're going to have to shift some things. But right now, I think we find our key in our um, lineup. We've had some younger guys. Chapel Brogdon, he was on our Junior Legion team last year. He's picked up, I mean, tremendously. He's been a 3-4 hole in the last four games. I mean, so, I mean, he's – he's Caden Allis, he's his new face. He's all he's our nine-hole hitter, kid that can fly. Bradley Muldrow, he's from King Street as well, on King Street, and he's our leadoff hitter. He's – He's fitting our um, lineup very well. Another kid that can fly. So, as long as we got you know bits and pieces, I believe we have bits and pieces one through nine that can you know make anything happen. So it's just like I said, it's it's great to have that. And last night, Bryce Accord was one of the guys that was kind of making things happen in the in the back end of that lineup. And he's right. a guy that um, you know graduated last year, comes back, maybe doesn't play as much baseball as some of these guys kind of throughout the spring. So, what have you kind of seen out of guys like that coming in and and being able to hit pretty well coming out out the gate? It's just a want. I mean, to be honest, like I said, we had a me and Bryce had some conversations over the summer, you know, to see what he actually wanted to do because, like you said, everybody else has been playing baseball, and he's kind of been, you know. But, in the real world, back at school and back at work. So um, Bryce is playing a whole new position for us, a position I don't think he's ever played. He's playing second base for us. I mean, he's been, he's been, he's been doing his job. So he understands that, you know, there's times you miss the game. So he understands that, you know, when there's an opportunity, we must take a run from it. So to have him back in the lineup, to have his athleticism playing, that can play anywhere and then have – like people like him at the bottom of the lineup that can get your whole lineup started over again because, you know, like I said, one is how athletic they are and the kids that can run. <laughs> so he's one of those kids that can run. I mean, I think he had two hits that were infield hits yesterday that he beat out. So, I mean, we're, we're just blessed to have kids like that. Absolutely. And, you know, for you, you've got so many kids kind of coming over from Lawrence Manning. And, you know, that's not a group that you're seeing as much right. during the year. So, you know, what is that process for those kids kind of coming in for you where uh, it's not the Manning High kids that you're kind of seeing on a day-to-day? -day? Yes, sir. Uh, like I said, I've had this crew 
since they were a junior leader. So I said, they understand me. I understand them. I kind of know what they need to do, what they don't need to do, but they think they may need to do. But uh, like I said, I've had great relationships. We, we still talk to each other. Rather, it's my season. It's their season. You know, I try to stay involved with all our kids in our community for that reason. So when they get to my post-68, you know, they have a familiar face. Because, you know, as we grew up, I mean, we played with each other for rec ball, and then we couldn't wait to play Legion ball together with each other, you know, rather what school we went to. So we're just trying to bring back that kind of, you know, tradition again. And I believe that we, we have a crew from all schools now in our, our county or in our region that, you know, that are familiar with each other. Like I said, this is a fun group, so – you got four or five guys that are just absolutely clowns that's going to make everybody else, you know, comfortable. So it's just it's great to have a group like this. Absolutely. And, you know, one of those guys coming back this year um, that is a big addition to this lineup is Tyler June. And he wasn't able to play last night for you guys. But talk a little bit about having him back in the fold where, you know, he wasn't at Lawrence Manning this spring. And, you know, that was a big hole that they were missing there. And, yes, and so as you get a guy that, you know, is getting ready to go to South Carolina uh, a year from now um, as a commit there to get him back in this lineup and playing shortstop, just what has that meant to this group? I mean, like, it's just like he's never loved, to be honest. I mean, like I said, he's playing with all his friends again. And one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to hold anybody back from having a little fun. So it's good to see him and Bryce Accord that are they're actually best friends. So it's actually really cool to see them play up the middle. Like I said, Bryce has never played this position well, so Tyler has kind of taken him under his wing where there's extra work. Um, they called me the other night at 9 o'clock wanting to cut the lights on to, you know, to get some more extra work. So – you got guys like that that can take other guys under their wing to kind of, you know, get them comfortable with a position. I mean, how, I mean, no matter where you go to school, I mean, that's just luck. I mean, I'm, that makes me makes my job a whole lot easier. So to have a guy like that that everybody been wanting to play with, you know, I'll be honest, <laughs> to be wanting to play with during school ball, and like I said, all his friends are together. I mean, it's just it's been good to see. Absolutely, and you also got you know the the pair of twins that you mentioned. One of the Bakers, but two of them, you know, really, um, you know, they did a lot for Lawrence Manning this year and continuing that over the summer. Tell me a little bit about having that dynamic of the two of them, and they both kind of contribute in a lot of different ways. Right, I get a big stuff all the time. So Bakers, if y'all hear this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I call curly hair and I call um, straight hair. You know, one one straight hair, one's got curly hair. But, yeah, like I said, one's been playing third base. One played third base for us last night. The other one's been kind of DHing because that was his role at um, Lawrence Manning, so he's getting back into the groove with that. But, yeah, I mean, they both can catch. They both can pitch. They both can play third. So, I mean, we're kind of <laughs> lucky to have that, you know. And it's very confusing for uh, for two C. Bakers in the lineup. It's always <laughs> just I got to text Greg after games. say, okay, who, who pitched last night? Who's playing third? Who's and I'm calling around. He's like, hey, was it curly hair or was it straight hair? <laughs> uh, always a blast. But, yeah, and, you know, so many guys kind of up and down this lineup. You know, Joe Wilson has been really good in the, you know, behind the plate and, uh, you know, as a bat in the middle of your lineup. Talk a little bit on him kind of carrying over some good momentum from Lawrence Old Manning Old man well. Joe, that's what I called him. <laughs> um, Joe's been with me for the last four years. Like I said, he, he's caught for a ninth grader for us. So, you know. Um, I think this is going to be Joe's last year to be able to play with us so he understands what, you know, what has to happen, you know. We have a goal, and he's a part of that. He's been a part of that, trying to get to that goal for the last four years. So he understands that, you know, this may be his, hopefully not, trying to, you know, talk him into it, but, you know, he understands that this may be his last time playing baseball. So he's going to go out, coach, whatever you do. He's been playing more first for us, too. 
because, you know, luckily we have Chapel um, and another Baker to catch, so we don't have to catch him three games, you know. So he understands his role, and like I said, Joseph is one of those guys. He ain't going to say much, but he's just going to do what he needs to do to get it done, you know what I mean? So like I said, old man Joe, we, um, he, um, we're just lucky to have him. Absolutely. And then just to round out, um, you know, a couple of these guys that are kind of in this lineup every day, you know, Brant Reynolds has another good game for you. Yes, Last yes. night drives in a couple of big runs. And, and then Henry Swicord and Muldrow, they're the kind of top two of that lineup. Um, talk a little bit about kind of what you've seen out of the trio of them. But those three, like I said, if Muldrow could get on, I mean, we're, 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 we're ready. Like I said, that's a kid that can fly, any, that can run at any time. Um, so with Henry, Henry being a you know guy from Francis Mayor, they got to play a lot this season. So he's he's seen what needs to be done to get to that next you know part of the postseason. Um, to have him be able to take care of our two hole, I mean that makes us violent that we can do anything with that. We can have power or we can have situational hit. So to have those two three guys, and then we've been having like I said June in the three hole chapel. He's been cleaning up for us, and then him and Joe's been flip flopping into four or five. So, like I said, I really have those five back to back. I mean, as a pitcher, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't want to see R one through nine because after five, our lineup starts from a leadoff hitter all the way down to another, you know, another leadoff hitter in nine hole. So, like I said, as long as we stay within ourselves and not try to, we don't have guys, we don't have the Britt Morris anymore that's going to hit us, you know, four or five, six home runs a year. So, as long as we understand what we need to do as baseball players, like I said, we need to run, we need to do the simple things. We stay simple. I mean, we can do we can do big things. Yeah, and what has it meant, too, to, you know, have some decent flexibility in this lineup, too, where, I mean, you've been able to do really well without having a guy like Kyler Oden so far who's going to play some first base for you as well and 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 has a great stick himself. And, you know, to be able to, you know, ha- not have Tyler for games and still be able to right. put together a complete nine and not feel like you've got a weak spot in the lineup when right. he's not there. Right, right. So we got 19 guys, and all 19 can play. Like I said, we – it was a reason I kept 19 guys. So, like I said, when it's, we have guys, we have, I understand. I mean, life happens. I mean, I played baseball. I played here at Post 68, so I understand life happens. I understand you have Boys State. I understand you have – because I went through the same thing. You don't have the privilege to go through Boys State and miss that week or two. But they know that they have other guys that can step up and get the job done. So, like I said, we've just been blessed as a staff to have those 19 guys that's, for one, fun, and then two, understand what we're trying to do. Yeah, and then, you know, like we mentioned, you guys are off to a good start, but what is the key to kind of keeping this momentum going? And, you know, you talk about not wanting to say 4-0 so right. the, the heads don't right. get too big, right. but what is the key to keeping confidence but not overconfidence as you guys keep this going? Um, I mean, it's just our mindset. I mean, it's just we understand where we need to be and where we're trying to go because, I mean, we were, we were right there last year. We had a great series against well, – not so great series, but it was, you know, great games for, on that rich slick. Uh, playoffs, second rounds of playoffs. So we're trying to get back to that state tournament. So like I said, we have a lot of guys. This may be their last time playing or playing together. We have seven guys we're probably going to be missing next year. So they understand we have to go now. Like there's no waiting around to the end of the season trying to make it close. Like we have to win one. Like I said, our mind says one and zero. We get to the end of the week, let's win the series. So like I said, as long as we stay like that and not get too big, hold. Rather, if we go seven and zero. We can't, we can't, you know, we can't dwell on that. We still have to think about that one and no progress that we've always kept, you know. 
Absolutely. And then, you know, in a couple of weeks, you guys do have the P-15s coming up again. And how much are you guys looking forward to that series in particular? You know, that's the old stomping grounds, right. the rivalry. And at the same time, you know, they got you guys when you were a little shorthanded in that preseason tournament. And I'm sure a lot of the guys are looking to get like, itching to get a little bit of revenge for that. 100%. Like I said, it's always been a mutual respect for, you know, P-15s, post cca even since, you know, I played before me. So to have guys on their side and our side that's ready to you know compete, I mean that's 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 a great that's a great time. I mean we go to Riley Park twice to go. The guys love that. I mean we did we were fortunate to have those Lawrence Smith guys that's won state championships in that stadium. So they they are thinking about that. You know every time they think of Riley Park, they're thinking of a championship. So long as they keep that mindset and everybody else stays on board, I mean, it's going to be a great series. Yeah, I mean, when you guys were playing in that preseason tournament, you got high school teammates pitching against each right. other in that starting right. lineup. Right, talking to each other <laughs> while they're hitting pitches. But, you know, that's that's that shows competition. I mean, I love that for both sides that, you know, we have that mutual respect. Right after the game, these guys go, you know, they, they hey, good game, man. They, I mean, there's nothing I can say, you know, bad about each other. So it's just good to have that between those two teams Absolutely. and still be competitive. Absolutely. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how long you can keep this uh, undefeated streak going to start the season. But uh, great to see the uh, the start that you guys have gotten off to. So thanks for coming in and chatting yes, a little ball. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. And that'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Thanks again to, to Greg for coming in to talk a little baseball. We're looking forward to seeing how much they can carry this momentum throughout this summer. And also be sure to keep up with all of our American Legion coverage for both baseball and softball on theitem.com. Also on the item this week, we've got the Bobbies coming up on Thursday. This is going to be the biggest night in Sumter sports. We're looking forward to celebrating all of the great area athletes that we have in the Tri-County area on Thursday night, starting off at 6 o'clock. You can buy those tickets uh, for the event at the Sumter Opera House at theitem.com slash bobbies. We're looking forward to seeing everybody out there on Thursday as we celebrate the biggest night in Sumter sports. For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I'm Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening.